0: Hey, Barstool listeners, you can find every episode of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music.
1: Listen up, we've got some tea, and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team, and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it, because as you know, we are both getting ready swimsuits pajamas pantsuits and all perfectly curated for different events bachelorettes brunches showers ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride reception and even honeymoon it is incredible check out the abercrombie wedding shop on abercrombie.com go shop it now
0: welcome back to 51 strokes today is the final episode of 51 strokes a, a long journey over a year now caleb how how long have we been doing this for?
2: I think it's probably one of the shortest journeys, Avery of all time. I think it's probably the shortest journey any podcast ever had.
0: Fair, but I feel like it's been long for for us like it's just been like it, it, at first it was a it was a really long grind and then um and then it was kind of we stretched it out a little bit, but I don't know. Yeah.
2: First of all, you look good, dude. I haven't seen you in a minute. You're looking good. I like that hat on you. You, yeah. you look like you got your facial hair and hair all set up in a, in a good situation. So, I'll say that. And then also, I would like to say, Um kind of State of the Union, I know you said it's the last episode. 51 Strokes is not canceled. It's not over. 51 Strokes, alive. 51 Strokes to podcast, dead. 51 Strokes, alive. 51 Strokes to podcast, deceased, dead, done. This is the last episode. Here's why. I was doing, we were doing um, consistent work for a while. And then all of a sudden we got more inconsistent. Traveling, for me, is a big part of what I do. It's the main thing I do. And then also, you know, golf topics, the the show trying to find itself, a little bit of a coming-of-age story for our podcast, and um, just never found anything that was consistent enough that I felt like it was moving the needle in the right way to really put an emphasis on it, and for that reason, it was falling to the back burner, and then for that reason, I was getting in trouble with the ad team at Barstool, because... They like to sell ads because that's what their job is. And it's hard to sell ads for something that's very inconsistent. So that's kind of what happened. Um and that's why we're we're gonna call it. Basically, this should 50 in my mind at least, 51 Strokes still alive. I, I think the hat that you're wearing is awesome. I think we should make more hats. I think we should do more merch. I think we should do more. Golf excursions, golf videos. Uh, I don't. I think we should keep it rolling. But I just think the podcast. They they put down the law on me. They said, "Are we doing this thing? Or are we not doing this thing? Is it going to come out every week on the same day, or are you jacking around?" And I said, "I think I'm jacking around."
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that I, it was a tough start for this episode. I didn't really know how to put it because the communication between us has kind of dwindled not on purpose it's just you've been so busy and uh it it was just hard to kind of figure out a a schedule that worked because you didn't know when you were leaving for a Sunday conversation it was never like boom 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 like this is my clear-cut schedule you're like something could happen at any moment so it's 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 not fair to the listeners to like try to have a set schedule when it's just not going to work that way. And and I totally saw that, but I do think I totally agree. 51 strokes, the logo, everything about what the brand stood for, I think could keep going. I mean, you know, the first video we did, did 70,000 views. People seem to really like it. So I think there's still room for video content and to throw this logo on more stuff. I still have the golf towel. I still, people still compliment it all the time. So I'm, I'm even wearing the masters green crew neck. I love the merch. Uh, Everything yeah, and that's about another part
2: of it too. I guess I didn't even address that. Maybe even the more important part is that, um, golfing as a professional, whether these people like it or not, and it wasn't my intention, but this is how it worked out. And it would be wrong to say that this isn't how it worked out. From the jump, as soon as I said I want to, as soon as I said I want to become a professional golfer, you know, all these sponsors start knocking at the door. Paying for my golf, pretty sure, pretty soon as my job to golf. I'm pretty sure we accomplished it. I'm pretty sure we became professionals. Not day one, day two. Now, my goal is masters. I don't think the masters are in my future anymore. And it hurts a lot of people's hearts to hear, and maybe they are. Who knows? Who knows? It's you can never predict the future. I will say this. Um, in the time I spent really going hard in golf, I really enjoyed it and I thought I had a chance. But once football hit and then you know other things came into my life, I realized the only way to actually make that dream a reality, and I hope someone does it someday, and who knows, maybe it will be me, but you never know what will happen. You never know what will happen, but um, you have to have your full intention and desire and uh, priorities has to be just golf it has to be just golf it can be no other thing if you want to accomplish that goal there can be no other thing there can't be uh weekends off there can't be uh, you're behind the eight ball when you're 26 years old and you start and you have a crazy ambitious dream you're behind the eight ball so I actually stand by what I said which was that I think it was possible and I think that I could have done it and for a while I thought I was on the right track but then once I uh did realize I had other obligations at Barstool Um that I do enjoy too. It's not even like they suck and I'm trying to get out of them. Things I really do enjoy making videos and and um things that are maybe my more of a natural talent, I guess. Um, once they get in the way, they don't get in the way, but you can't do both. And that's pretty much it. That's my final thesis. So I still golf. I still love golf. I still think that one day I'll be scratch. I want to be, and I think there's enough time in this life where I will be able to be if I work on it and do the right things, but who knows? For now, the podcast is over. Um, the brand, the dream of being a pro golfer, I think it's still a dream. I'm not chasing it every day, though, so I don't expect it to happen. If I was not doing anything else and all I was doing is golfing, I I never at any point thought this was crazy out of the and I was messing around or trying to pull people's leg or doing it for a shock. Um, but I'm also I told you I was gonna keep it realistic and I'm enjoying doing this other stuff too much and it's going well too, you know? So it would be kind of it'd be kind of messed up. It'd be like if a golfer was doing really well a pro golfer he was about to be pro or you know maybe up-and-coming golfer's doing really well and then all of a sudden he decides he wants to be a professional uh you know a a immediate personality or talent or whatever you want to call it and then he stops practicing golf so that he can work on that it's like well dude you kind of already had something figured out pretty good that's that's pretty that you should be thankful for and you should take advantage of and that's kind of how i felt on the flip side so i do want to take advantage of what i have going for me and, and maybe not just leave it all behind just to golf. I love golfing though, and I will be something I continue to do for the rest of my life, for sure.
0: Yeah, I don't think the, the dream is necessarily dead in terms of you being a great golfer. You're still talking to Chris Como, who actually I spoke to yesterday. I was at the uh, Zurich Classic in NOLA and I asked him if he was there because a bunch of his guys were there, but he wasn't. But he was, uh, you know, we were just talking about he still got his facility down there, so you could always go down there and prove your game. And, and like we were saying, the, the videos don't have to stop. I think people really like the scored rounds and uh, who knows what we could do with that stuff so
2: 51 stroke's not over the no. podcast is and it really came down the push comes down the shove they can't sell ads or something I don't have a schedule for which is fair and they put they said you're doing it or you're not and I'm not so that's it. we'll move past that portion of the podcast we'll maybe just do try to do a normal normalish one I guess we have just to catch people up one last time. But I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's kind
0: of just a real world situation here with the podcast. It's funny. The podcast recently, I'd say the last couple of months, has kind of just turned into me and you talking, catching up as friends. It has, and I think that's awesome for us. And I think it's probably not the best podcast in the world. No, you know, no, not at all. But people like to hear that. I think. No, I do. I think so too. I think podcasts have turned into almost people like the realism part of like conversation where it's not so like cut and dry, like a schedule based wise. It's kind of just like, I put a couple things in my brain that I want to ask you, but it's more of just like, if you were to show up at the office tomorrow, what would I ask Caleb? Like how he's doing and stuff? So,
2: yeah, I think that's good. I just, I just think like, you know, I definitely want to get behind. If, if we're doing it, I want to like get behind it. everything we're doing in like a major way and the best way I possibly can. So, I didn't necessarily feel like we were doing
0: that for the podcast, so it's okay. Totally. Dude, we haven't spoken since Hasboula. Have we really not? No. Man, that was a while ago, I feel like. Yeah, we announced it on the pod that you were going. Nobody else knew but the podcast. Oh,
2: yeah. And then we got a few tweets. People were like, I know. Yeah. That was
0: awesome. I still get tweets like people are like, is it dead? Is it dead? So if you're listening now, it's not dead. If The podcast is dead, but the, the brand itself is not dead.
2: And I don't know how they do this. I don't know if they'll just like delete our feed. I don't know how it will go. But if No, it I think it stays up. Well, I must say if something crazy happens and we need to do a pod, like if the pod makes sense for something that's just crazy, it's like we need to talk for an extended amount of time then we'll bring it back. So maybe don't unsubscribe because then, because you know, if you do get a notification that Fifty One Strokes has a new episode, something crazy happened.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Also, we did say Max Homa has to come on the podcast after every win, um, and so maybe we just do it after he wins only. Totally.
0: Because uh, we had that deal worked out with him. Yeah, I think that's uh, th- that for sure. I think Berkshire, if he wins another long drive comp, or if he you know makes it pro, he's got to come back on. So we. We have a couple agreements still in place, guys under contract that we can't just. Yeah, start. I don't want to. I don't want to dishonor our contracts. Yeah, exactly. We can't. That'll be that. bad on us. Mm-hmm. I'm totally, i totally in agreement with that. But yeah, Hazbula, dude, how was that?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say that hasn't been said elsewhere already. But um, I did Dave show a couple times and talked about it. But he was amazing, dude. And and uh, seems like forever ago, but I went to Dubai. It's a weird place to go. There's there's no history there. There's no I don't want to say culture. It's definitely culture, but it's just it's just different than any other place you're gonna go.
0: It's like a sports expansion team. It's like brand new. They don't, haven't really figured it out yet. They don't have fans yet. Yeah, right, right, exactly. right, right. They don't. Yeah, it's
2: exact. It is ABS perfect. It's exactly like sports sports expansion team. Yeah. So um, it's a weird place, but Hezbollah was great. The shoes that he signed auctioned off with thirty one thousand dollars to Jared Goff. By the way. He bought them. Yeah, I found out after the fact that he's the one who won them.
0: Unbelievable!
2: Uh, it was two. I think at the end it was like two or three guys going back and forth who were really driving the price up. And Jared had texted me on the side and be like, "I want these things. I'm gonna. I'm doing whatever it takes to get them, but I'm not gonna drive this price up on myself." Like this is because we had the auction up for like ten week ten ten days. So at the beginning he was like going after him, but he's like, "Listen, I'm not. I'm coming in like the last day, but I'm not gonna like drive this price up." going back and forth with somebody else who's like has to have them. And then something I could have got for 30 grand ends up being a hundred k. So then I kind of forgot about it. And then the day it ended, he texted me, he said, we did it or something like that. And I looked and he, and, and it was him who won them. So congratulations to him. And he did say he, he's viewing it. You know, it's the, the charity aspect is what he is uh, pumped about. So, Yes, because you get to get that money; it's a tax write-off. You get to give that money to small businesses, and you get some sweet, some sweet Sharpie from Hasbula. I was gonna, gonna say Sharpie that's probably
0: Spies. the only thing that he's like ever really signed that's been sold. Probably, I was thinking about that. I don't think I've ever seen like an autograph thing sold in the United States from Hasbula. Dude, I ordered a Hasbula. I ordered a Hasbula cardboard
2: cutout. From Amazon UK, probably six weeks ago, and I thought it was dead. Like it was before I even knew Hasbulla was or doing anything with him. Yep. And I just got an email yesterday and it said that they are sending it.
0: Let's go. That's Let's huge. Go.
2: It's it's very huge. Well, it's actually going to be small. It's going to be life size.
0: So what's like the post contact uh, talk between you and Hasbulla? You guys still talking? You guys still interacting or no?
2: I DM him every once in a while, and also the guy that he, his best friend, I DM him every once in a while as well. They both don't speak English, so I had to to type out my message in Google Translate, translate it to Russian, and then send it in Russian. They both speak Russian. They both know Russian, but Hezbollah speaks Chechen, which ended up being an issue for our video because we thought he spoke Russian. We brought a Russian, pure Russian. We brought a Russian translator who did not speak Chechen, and Hezbollah speaks Chechen, which is like a dialect of Russian. But every once in a while, I talk to him. I think he's just being the goat somewhere, probably. I need to text him again. Check up on my guy.
0: Yeah. He's he, the best. Shout I mean, out I'm, that page. I've healed all wounds. Yeah, man. I, I was going to say, shout out that page, Hasbula Club. They, they do some cool stuff. Like, you just get to see all his stuff translated. Um, that's cool.
2: And they also, Hasbula Club translated the video.
0: Yeah, I saw that. That's insane. Yeah. Just so cool. Yeah. I love it. Avery, do we have ads today? Nope. I don't no think, ads. Yeah, yeah. I looked. Uh, I think, like I said, the past couple weeks, we for sure might have, but. Uh, but do you want to do one of those or no? Just forget it? Uh, let me see.
2: Just oh, wait. You can't
0: check. see me this whole time? No. Couldn't see you this whole time. I don't want to say anything. Oh. There you are. What's up, oh, dude? That. I just realized I said video wasn't done. No, oh, yeah. So. No, I don't see any ads. Okay. And I don't cool. think I can go back anymore and look at them. So that's that.
2: That's that. All that's right.
0: that. They, they were like, we're yeah. we're done. We're finished with these guys.
2: Yeah, they kind of are. I think they're pretty mad at us, but uh, it is yeah. what it is.
0: You know, that's just how cookie crumbles sometimes. Especially when you're that busy doing Sunday Conversation. I was going to ask you about that. Um, Machine Gun Kelly, that Glennie Balls clip was hilarious. I love the subtle Ranger shout-out with the Donkey Kong tattoo.
2: Oh, yeah. I know you probably got boned up after that. Of course.
0: But, no, he was cool, dude. He
2: was awesome. He was... Uh, He's up there, coolest guest we've had. You know, we've had... People ask... Someone asked me the other day, they said, who's the best you've had on Sunday Conference? I was like, what do you mean best? Like, best video? Best person? Like, coolest experience? Like, what? What's, what are the rankings? They're like, who's just like the coolest person? And there's a lot of cool people. I mean... I don't think we've had, I think we've had way more cool people than we've had not cool people, but MGK was definitely up there. Like, super nice dude. Um, did the interview. He was, like, willing to. I know in the interview he doesn't say much, which is, like, you know, it's. I, it is what it is. Um, yeah. He, he, you know, it's not like he just was a mute. He did talk. The parts that made it were, uh, you know, he was quieter on but he was an awesome dude he was more than willing to like do whatever we wanted to do for the show he was like is there anything else you guys want to do he had like some ideas that uh they ended up didn't making it but were funny and uh and then we went bowling afterwards with him and his daughter me glennie balls and him and his daughter were both bowl- went bowling for like an hour or two
0: that's unbelievable um, i think balls recorded it i think it might be in his balls vlog in his vlog that's so cool shout out balls vlog Shout out Balls Vlog. He's he's vlogging like crazy now. I love. think lo- Ball should have kept the hair. He looked hot. A lot of people are saying no. Not only that hair, it was the blonde hair that he had to do previously. That, that yeah, 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 yeah 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 yeah. That That's was the one simple. where everyone was just like Balls. What are you doing? I my favorite Balls haircut is when Willie Cologne took him to like the his barber, and they gave him like that like Z like the fade with like the Z line through it. Do you remember that? Yeah, he needs that blonde. He would be he would be on fire this summer. Yeah, he should just do
2: it. That guy. summer's around the corner bro are you ready
0: yeah i that's crazy college I, about to let out i know it's college about to let out the heat is coming back it's gonna be 70 on sunday so Ooh, fired up
2: Heat's yeah. coming back
0: Heat's coming back
2: florida's about too, to be bro. hot
0: yeah 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 it is it
2: really is i'm actually thinking about making a move out of florida for the summer what's what's what
0: are we looking at here <sighs> Tennessee is what we're looking at, my guy. I like that. Tennessee's always a good move. Ho- Hopefully, you come back to New York at some point. We got to play some not golf. To live. No, not to live. No, we just got to play some golf, do do a couple things. but Oh, I'm coming back. I want. I think I'm going to come back relatively soon. It's been
2: a long time since I've been there. Hell yeah. I kind of skipped the winter on you a little bit, but it's all I good. haven't had any like things on my calendar that I need to be up there for, um, but I think I will probably try to come back sometime in May.
0: Perfect. Yeah, no, I was saying because um, I played golf last week for the first time, and then I went to Zurich, and like the bug is back. Like I just, I'm just itching to get back on the course again. Like just seeing like the the pros play, and and then actually getting to be out on the course is just like. Are you been doing a lot of stuff with foreplay? Yeah, so whenever they do like big trips, I travel with them and and help them out with video. So, uh, they took me out to Zurich for from. What's, Zurich, Germany? What's today? No, no, it's in NOLA. It's in Mincy country. NOLA? Yeah, New Orleans. All right, all right. First of all, when you say Zurich, you have to
2: say, you have to elaborate, because Zurich's a place. Yeah, when no, Nola, it's a, You're it's, not familiar enough so, with the area sorry. to be saying NOLA. You it's, need to say New Orleans.
0: New Orleans. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's let us run Nola, that back. NOLA,
2: maybe, if, maybe Mincy could say NOLA. Okay. It, all right.
0: Fair enough. You definitely can't say it. The Zurich Classic is in at, at TPC, Louisiana. Um, and I was there. Is that the one that Spieth
2: won? I've been out of the loop watching pro golf since the Masters.
0: I don't know if Speeth has won it, but I know in like the previous like four or five years, they switched it. Oh, it hasn't match. happened yet. The, uh, not not this. No, it, it's it's starting today.
2: Got it. That's this weekend. Right.
0: So, yeah. Got uh, it. Yeah. Got it, got it. It's like it's I've a been match play. There's like eat, a guy plays with another guy. So it, it's a fun tournament. And we got to see the practice round yesterday. Masters champion Scott, listen to this group. This group's crazy. So it's Scottie Scheffler, Masters champion Ryan Palmer, who like is known for picking the greatest partners in the Zurich Classic of all time. Like his like they they did like an average of like his world rank that he's like picked partners with, and it's like three. He's like played with like John Rom. Like he's just he's the best recruiter of all time. So it's him. Scotty Scheffler, and then it's Sean Payton and Drew Brees. It was the sickest group to watch play.
2: How do those work? Do you just get to recruit whoever you want?
0: So, I don't know how they pick their partner for the actual tournament, but I'm assuming Drew Brees and Sean Payton just got to pick whoever they wanted to play with for the Pro-Am on Wednesday.
1: Listen up, we've got some tea and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it because as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you wear for a perfect long weekend and all their customers were like, hey, we spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days. And then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has everything tons of dresses jumpsuits pants swimsuits pajamas pantsuits and all perfectly curated for different events bachelorettes brunches showers ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride reception and even honeymoon it is incredible check out the abercrombie wedding shop on abercrombie.com go shop it now
2: yeah i don't understand programs at all i do wish it is like a career aspiration to be able to play in one at some point
0: yeah so i think it's a lot to do with sponsors my friend's dad is like uh an executive at bmw bmw so whenever they have the bmw championship he gets to play in it every year so i don't know how it works with sponsors and whatnot but i feel like there's definitely an opportunity eventually for you to play i'm sure if you ask max probably... have you been getting into five iron at all i haven't been in a while no you haven't been working on your game at all Dude, my game's bad. Like, I, I've just been, like, focused on, like, work and then, like, playing hockey. And um, and then I just, like, got back into golf. And I play men's league softball. So, it's just, like, I got so much stuff going on. I really haven't had the time to practice my swing. I played last week. And I practiced, like, maybe I went to the range, like, once before. So, it's not it's not great. It's not great. That's no good.
2: No, how about you? Bad. I haven't got to play at all, bro. Yeah, you just. Been I played traveling. a couple times, but I've been traveling a lot. I've been very busy. Do, do but, you bring your clubs or no? Bro, my travel bag broke. I think there's a huge. I don't know. This is stupid, but it's hard to find. It's harder than it should be to find a good travel bag. I'll That's say that.
0: what I'm saying. That 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 was like. One sure, of the there's are... people
2: who make good ones. Like I, I reached out to a pro, and they said body glove is the one you want and i went to bodyglove.com or whatever or
0: is it body glove let me look it up i don't, I don't know but while you're looking it up we mentioned this uh, for like 10 podcasts straight that we just need to make a, a travel bag yeah i know i want
2: to do that maybe that's what 51 strokes comes back it's that called means- club glove not body glove club glove got it but dude so he that he said that's the one that you want like that a lot of the pros have it. it's really solid I go to their website. They you can't even order. You can't even like order it like a normal person on the website. You have to like send them an email with like what you want, and then they have to like email you back, and then call you and get your card. Like it's like what year are we living in? Yeah. Like I tried to personalize a bag just to put like fifty one strokes on it in my name because it was like the extra fifteen bucks or something, and it was the weirdest process ever. So I I don't have. I was traveling with my clubs everywhere. Now my club's bag is broken because it was a piece of shit. And now I just don't. Now I just, um, I haven't golfed seriously in a while.
0: I think that's the, maybe the biggest thing golf has not figured out is the travel bag situation. It's like, you can go on Amazon and buy one and it's like 90 bucks and it sucks. And you can go, and you, you go on like, the PGA store, and they're all 400 bucks. It's like, where's the medium? Where's there like the $200 bag that you could buy? And it's like perfect. It's like it's you solid, have it for yeah. three to four years, and it's just good. Yeah, I went to Dick Sporting Goods and got mine. It was like, I picked, like
2: they only had two options. I picked one of the two options, and it like broke. Yeah. Like, in in multiple places, it's just
0: like, just like, all the zippers were terrible. So we dude, needed- I haven't got to play a lot at all. Yeah, we need a good travel bag that not only because you you mentioned this before, you put a lot of the the cheat code is you put some of your clothes in there, too. So there needs to be like a a cheat code clothes compartment where you can kind of store clothes in there as well as your clubs. I wonder why they don't have that. Yeah.
2: Someone's going to come along and they're going to make a billion bucks and we're going to be like, dude, if we would have just like put our heads together, we could have, we had the resources to do
0: this. Dude, there's nothing. People someone listening to our podcast is going to steal this. But I'm just saying there's literally nothing. I I remember trying to buy one for my trip with my boys and I just like, where where are these? There's no travel bags. It's like they're not even making them anymore.
2: Fuckers. Crazy. Crazy. Making me upset. That's true.
0: I'm sorry. True. I'm sorry. I, I listen. True. I love to travel. I love to play golf, but it's just an inconvenience.
2: It is. You're right. It's an unfortunate truth that we live in. Yeah. So, what, dude, uh, like, go ahead.
0: You, you running out of time? You bet the best. No, what were you going to say? Oh, no. I was going to say, uh, like, what's, what's next? Do you, what do you got going on a- after this?
2: Well, um, I think, I mean, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Um, uh, I think, I mean, Sunday conversations are going to continue. I think we have a sponsor coming on, I'll say, um, who I think is going to be, you know, probably like 10 episodes, something like that. Um, I don't know if how they're going to release. I don't know if they're going to release back to back to back, back to back to back to back to back to back to back weeks, or if it will be kind of scattered, kind of just random, but that will continue. I'm interested in trying out some new stuff. Um, And I don't even know what it is like. Just making some videos that are not Sunday Conversation because it's just fun to like do something different every once in a while. Like I love doing Sunday Conversation; it's great, but you got to mix it up. Some or you, you get bored doing anything, so try to do some other stuff. And uh, maybe we do some golf stuff. And maybe, maybe I don't know. There's nothing. This is the first time in a long time the outside of Sunday Conversation, which is just kind of like. Become it's getting a lot easier to book, and so that's becoming a lot more stable. um I don't really have anything. I mean, oh, the one big thing that's coming up is we're calling the fights the the Canelo fight. Yeah, that's crazy. I saw that. You're going to that? Like Barstool, I think I'm thinking of it, and I don't know if this is correct. So Canelo was like the best fighter in the world. I saw him fight in his last fight in Dallas. I think that was his last fight. um If, if not the last, in two fights ago he's maybe the best athlete I've ever seen in person. Like, the way he moves, the subtlety of how he like glides around, moves, and his quickness and power, it just, like seeing it in person, I've never seen in my life anything like it. He's the best boxer on the planet. His next fight is May the, I think, 6th or 7th in Las Vegas. And DAZN, who is who works with us, is putting the fight on. There's going to be an or the regular broadcast. So you buy pay per view. There's a regular broadcast where you just see it how it normally is. Regular commentators, whatever. But if you are interested, you can buy the alternate pod, alternate broadcast, which I think will have the same shots. Like you'll see the same thing visually, except I don't know if I don't know how that will work, honestly. But Dave and Dan are going to call it, and me and Ron will ringside, and and Robbie Fox. So it will be exactly this team from. Rough and rowdy. So you basically see rough and rowdy, except it's real boxing. And I don't know how it's going to go because, you know, a lot of the stuff we talk about in rough and rowdy is like how funny things are, and there's going to be pretty much nothing funny about.
0: It's all serious. Like Canelo's,
2: he's the real deal. But I mean, I think we all like. Obviously, Robbie's huge into the fight game. Dave and Dan have been watching boxing for years, and Ron and I, I mean, we're kind of just doing interviews, like, you know, following up on things. I think that we could do a really good, not serious broadcast. I mean, we'll never be, like, completely serious, but I don't think it has to be overly jokey to, like, do a really good broadcast. I think of it kind of like how comedians end up being really good actors, a lot of them, but like they have to be in a comedic role for like the first twenty years of their career before finally let someone get some lets them get a drama role and they're like oh you got to, you crushed that it's like yeah like people who like being funny like I, I would, I'm speaking for like like for Dave for example like it's gonna be easier for Dave to call something serious than it is for him to like make something funny like he's might be funny while he says it seriously but like. To not have to like go out of your way to be like what's funny about this or like let's notice, like let's make this funny and just call like call a fight how it is, and then there'll be some funny moments, but some serious moments. Like he's an entertaining guy. I don't understand why he can't crush that and it be like refreshing. So it's gonna be really interesting. And that's that's coming up. And I think that's gonna be a big priority for all Barstool to knock out of the park because I mean if we can do that. There's it kind of opens it up. Like, could we do basketball games? Could we do football games? I mean, we were planning on doing a football game for the Barstool Bowl. We'll do that this year. Um, like, same deal. Dan and Dave in the booth, me and Ron on the sideline. So, it's going to be interesting. I think this is like a part. It's it's definitely not like i am uh, I'm I'm speaking out of my ass. I don't know what their goals are and stuff from a top level from top down, but just from how i view the company like i feel like we're dipping our toes in something that if it goes well we would put a lot more emphasis on because i think it could be very big for us but you know if it doesn't go well maybe we just back off say it's not our thing so i think this is a true testing testing grounds this this fight uh, on the in beginning of may
0: yeah, absolutely. I don't know what it was for, but Dave and Dan did something for HBO, and it went really well. Super serious, and they had some. They threw some funny jokes in there, but uh, they were – what was that fight?
2: That was Showtime. They did the Jake Paul fight, but this is going to be completely different. They were just kind of like throwing in some bets or something after the fact, which is, I think, a lot harder of a spot to be in in a way than what this is, which is going to be our own show – they were having to they were having to go back and forth with people who don't know Barstool and stuff like that. But this is gonna be all us, all Barstool. But we're just at a real event, calling a real sporting event on the highest level, like it's Canelo. And also, like I and I'll go on the record. I don't know anything about boxing, zero zilch. I don't know. I don't I've never watch boxing growing up. Uh, I only watch the big fights. I don't know anything. But you know, I don't. Luckily, I think that I'll be able to get away with it because I can just. You know, ask the obvious questions that people want to know the answers to. I don't think I need to be a technical expert.
0: Yo, next round is about to start. You ready?
2: Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car for real and you just lost my turn
1: visit com to shop for thousands of vehicles under twenty thousand dollars
0: I'm excited for that it should be really good
2: that's big that's coming up that's probably the biggest thing coming up and then like two weeks later we do have a rough and rowdy
0: there we go yeah just, got it's announced. gonna be in
2: uh, KB and Nick's hometown and I was I there
0: I was there with uh with um, spit and chicklets we did uh so biz had like a throwback what? biz had a throwback night in wheeling because he played there. And um, we went and KB and Nick came and it was the funniest trip of all time. Everything they they've said is real. Like it's it makes no sense. Like everything they've talked about, about wheeling, like it doesn't seem real. But then you go there with them and they're starting to point and like show things like like, oh, my God. Like this is like I said, I said wheeling is so it it looks so fake that it looked like you could just knock it down. And it was all like cardboard, like you just push it and like the whole city would fall over it's hey, so funny oh you you're gonna have a blast i you gotta hang out you gotta spend a day with them there they're like famous pizza place is just like it's just like a pizza it's like thin cracker pizza with like sauce it's it, it's basically like an uncru- uh, uh, not encrustable a lunchable it is so funny you're gonna have a great time
2: yeah so that's that is gonna be awesome i'm assuming they'll be there so that's that's like may 20th and then uh, after that it's like memorial day weekend then it's summer and then you know, you do some couple things during summer, and all of a sudden it's football season, bro. It's crazy. That's how it goes.
0: I can't wait for college football season because we we had some we had some good times on the road, uh, college football show. Yeah, yeah, that will be. That's college football is the best time of the year. I have no idea what I'm doing this year for it, but yeah. I'm sure. It's I'm sure. You'll, be, I'm sure it'll be Sunday combo again or something of that nature.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna have to. Have to figure out
0: what it is. Yeah, it's, everything's creeping up. It's already uh, the end of April. It just doesn't it doesn't make sense how time moves so fast? We're in
2: the NBA playoffs are definitely like right after the NBA playoffs is like the true like nothing's happening, but like even now it's like only NBA playoffs. And There's NHL come in. on,
0: NHL when is that? Yeah, in two weeks. Okay, when is that? When is that over? June, like the the first week in June it ends.
2: Yeah, I do. I'm not a big hockey guy. I'm an Islanders fan on the record. I uh, I love the NHL playoffs. I think they're awesome. Yeah, they're great. So my uh, my apologies.
0: And, well, no, it's fine. And now uh, Game Time is our official ticket sponsor, so they might send you to some games. Who knows? That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be great. I haven't heard from them yet. They haven't reached out. I think, maybe. They, I think they will. They do like the golf events, too. It'd be cool if you and I went to a golf event and just – did some stuff there. I, this is the the Zura Classic was my first ever. I've never been to a golf event ever, so it was awesome. Enola. Mean, Enola, yeah. I can't say Nola anymore. I'm done. I I, I don't I, think you should
2: have. Yeah, I don't think you ever should have. No, nope.
0: I'm just ripping it from my vocabulary. It's just so much easier to say than like or and type than New Orleans. I think you can type it. I think it's fair to type. Oh, okay. So you can type it, but you just can't be like, yeah, okay. Fair. I think that's fair. By the way, just uh, not a great city. I don't. I don't know the last time we were there. I'm just not a big fan of New Orleans. What? Why? I just like the the food is really. Where did good. you go? The food is really that's good. Awesome food. Yeah. Awesome vibes. Great right. landmarks. Other than other than Bourbon Street, where like are there any other, other than, than Bourbon
2: Street? Bourbon Street's the worst part. Is it actually? See, this is, I mean, this- that's like the Times Square of New Orleans. It's ah. like going to New York City and going to Times Square and being like, I don't know what I feel about this city. I it's like screw- not
0: a really representation of the city. I, feel like. I must have screwed up then because PFT said the same thing. So I I feel like I did it myself I mean, that disservice. downtown
2: area is disgusting right there. Where it's not, where yeah, like that, it is.
0: It's like, it's like gross. It really is. So that I, I did myself a disservice by not texting my friends and asking where to go. Yeah, just doing a quick Google. Could have googed it. Could've googled it too. But even when like you like look up food there, it's like it's a little all all over the place. But I did Not have me by that. Like I just like was like looking up like good food and it just like doesn't really it didn't really give like a barometer of like this is where you need to go. And everybody this you sounds asked.
2: sounds like it's a U problem. This sounds like No, a
0: everybody we asked was like uh they were like, oh everything's good. They're like there's no like really specific place. Like they named off like a couple. We went to uh this place draco's that had the charbro the oysters those were really good i, I listen everything that i had food wise is really good i just like couldn't get a good barometer of like this is like where you need to go
2: they have my favorite wing place in the country is in new orleans where's that and it is down there close to bourbon street it's called weed it's a little they started out in a food truck And I actually came to know them because I just saw them on Instagram. I literally just saw their wings on Instagram. I'm a huge wing guy. And so I saw, I like all hot spicy food. So I saw their, just photos of their wings. I started following their Instagrams because the photos look so good. So I've been following like the the growth of this company. Started as a food truck. Then they move into a physical location in New Orleans. And then I actually got to go for the first time. I've been a few times now, but the first time we were shooting the Barstool Travel Show in New Orleans i went it was just, the wings taste as good as they look now the guy's like has multiple physical locations and he's in like walmart's like before you know it like in 10 years like that's weed at it's gonna be like a national chain this is and this is your guy you've, you've been following him since the
0: start just because his wings look so good yeah and they were and they are so where is this i i, I feel like i did myself a disservice where's the spot in new orleans like so bourbon street like our hotel was maybe five blocks from Bourbon Street. So I walked there one night, and I was like, this is not it. Like, it's cool, like, take a picture. It's like a condensed Nashville, but it's just like, there's nothing else.
2: All right, so let me tell you. This is my knowledge of New Orleans. New Orleans, Bourbon Street's like, it's just tourists. And I'm not saying it's a tourist trap. Like, if you're going to go down there and do Bourbon Street one night after a game or something, like, oh, you know, more power to you or Mardi Gras or something like that. But I think it's pretty much a tourist place. And then there was another place, part of town, that became really cool because Bourbon Street was so touristy. Like, a, and by touristy, I don't mean like the tourists can't go to the other part of town. I just mean like it's strictly people who have no idea what New Orleans is about. They don't live there and they're just there to drink. Then there was a new part of town. I want to, can't remember what it's called. Roan would know, but. I want to say it's called like Jackson or something like that. Jackson yes. Street? Yes,
0: that's what PFT texted me later. Like, let me get the name of it. He texted Jefferson me that Jackson Street? Yes, There's I think an- that's it. Let me see. There's
2: another area of town which was Frenchman. like the cool- Frenchman, yep, yep. And so that was like the cool area of town to be in actually. But then that, I think, has even become touristy to the point of like where it's not really like the, the true vibe you want. And so I think there's a new part of town now that's like the true vibe you want, but I can't remember what that's called.
0: Okay. All right. So I'll have to give it another shot. And I also did myself a disservice by having to leave on Wednesday and Mincy showed up the day I left. So.
2: Well, yeah. yeah, this sounds like you fumbled the bag on your trip. I did
0: fumble the bag. I had a good time though. It's, it's cool area, but, um, I didn't do what I need to do there. Clearly. Clearly not. It's okay. I meant to ask you about the Osbula thing. Did anybody, did you get any like big time names just like reaching out to you being like, that was unreal? Because it was, I mean, the video went viral. I mean, there's, there are some people who are interested in
2: Sunday conversation who are, who would be interesting, but I definitely don't want to say.
0: Yeah, of course not. You don't want to, um, do that, that's been our mantra the entire time. Can't jinx it. Yeah.
2: But, uh Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot, it's weird. It's like a weird video because it felt like everyone's – like it felt in my little world like everyone saw it, which is like a lot of stuff I do. You know, some people saw it. Maybe someone caught it. They didn't catch it, whatever. You know, especially like Sunday conversations, you're doing them every week. So you don't know who, who's on the computer that week or who had time to watch it or whatever. But the Hasbulla one was such a big buildup. And I think people are so interested in him and he's never done the interview and him, you know, his character is or what he's like that I think in my little world, it felt like everyone watched it. So it was like, everyone was like, how was he? And I'm still answering those questions. Like, how was he? What's he like? What's he like? Like, blah, blah, blah. And that's, that was weird. I think that's the first time that's ever happened to me where it was something that was like, everyone saw it. At the same time, like I've had other big videos. Um, like the, the FSU frat videos, like the, you know, so far was like the most viewed video I had ever put out. And obviously, a lot of people have seen it because it's the most viewed video I've ever put out. But it wasn't all at once. Like, it was over the course of like two, three years that just piled up views. And like, it wasn't on one day it got all these views. But the Hezbollah thing felt like a real.
1: Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply.
0: What's going on with your eyes, dude?
1: Dude, I don't know.
0: My contacts are like messed up. Do you, have you noticed that? They've been like bouncing around. Yeah, you're freaking me out. I'm sorry. No, all I can turn off the camera. I, something's wrong with my contacts. Just my eyes are just reacting crazy. And no, oh, by no. the way, last thing I wanted to talk about. Have you you haven't flown since they dropped the mandate? No, can okay. We're back. We're so wait. bad. I might wear my mask just to I might wear
2: my mask around my around my chin just to do it one last time. Okay, so as like a final send off with the mask. Just an ultimate FU. It's just like I'm wearing
0: this around my chin for the entire flight. Say yeah. something to me. So I flew to New Orleans on Monday and I was like an earlier flight so they hadn't lifted it yet, but uh Brandon who was also flying there, they lifted it like mid-flight. They were just like, yeah, take it off. And he said like the flight attendants were like throwing them off, like hugging. I mean, you
2: know the flight attendants had to have been the, the most miserable because they had to wear them, and they had they had to actually wear them like, the post to wear them like correctly for 24 hours a day, which is miserable. But I will say there's a lot of flight attendants who were taking their enforcement duties way too seriously. It's like, hey, if you want to wear it, wear it. Like if I'm gonna take mine off for a second to get a couple breaths of air, you don't need to like Gustavo me or whatever the term is. Like,
0: chill. You're not the police. I know. It was crazy. It was crazy. I I still couldn't believe that it was over. Okay, I, I haven't flown yet. I'll be I'll be so excited. Yeah, it's definitely awkward at first, and there's still people who wear them. Like there were still people who had them on. I don't know if there's like a disconnect between like social media cuz it hasn't like been like in the news like in terms of like on the newspapers and everything yet. So maybe people have just not fully processed that it's happening. I yet. mean
2: people I mean some people still wear masks. Like I'm in Florida. I mean it's been 2 years since masks were like a relevant thing here probably and no one wears masks anywhere. And every once in a while someone has a mask on and it's fine. It's yep. like wear it if you want to wear it. Oh wear no, it.
0: yeah, totally. If you want to wear it, wear it. I was just curious if like people still hadn't fully processed.
2: Some it. people's brains are broken. Let's yeah. just call it what it is. Like some people's brains are broken and they'll probably wear masks on so the day they die and that's fine. But I'm happy that not everyone has
0: to. It never made sense. My brain is broken. Dave said it. Yours him- is? Dave said it himself. He said I just Why? Had a what, broken would you brain. Do? Oh, this was a long time. This was this was when I still was an intern. And he like kicked me out of his office. I think he just said I had a broken brain. I forget what the exact quote was, but it was he for sure said that I had a broken brain because like I couldn't decide whether I wanted to stay in college or not to be his guy. So something along that nature. Whatever. You should feel honored. Yeah.
1: If but should... Avery,
2: I think I'm gonna sign off one last time with our with our people here. It does our conversation, they do feel like a phone call where it's like. You know, you kind of get to the meat of your call, and then you're like, you know what? It's time to
0: get off the phone. Right yeah, now. I don't want. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to drag it too long. But I oh yeah, it. it's
2: it's like just like a phone call. You catch up with a friend. Say, all right. Well, I guess I'll get off. Um. And to everyone who's listened to Fifty One Strokes the podcast, thank you. Listen, we're so far from being done making stuff. Who knows? I've made so many podcasts that I haven't stuck with throughout the years. I wouldn't be surprised if I come out with a new. I mean, I do not like making podcasts thus far. And that's why I always end up not doing them anymore. But then I always feel like I should do one. So who knows what's going to happen. 51 Strokes not dead. Just this podcast is dead. And I don't see it being resurrected ever again. But maybe for a few episodes if we need them. But it's been great. I do appreciate everyone listening. And uh,
0: yeah, I mean... Sheesh. What are we gonna say? It's cruel well, it's crazy. It's like this is this I mean this podcast gave me a career parcel. Without it, I wouldn't be here. And maybe that's um, the purpose for it. That could have like, been what it. was the purpose of all that whole 51
2: Strokes podcast?
0: Maybe that was the purpose. I wouldn't hate get that. Get you in the door. If people I wouldn't uh, hate it either. Yeah, people asked you just to get me in the door. That if, if that was the case, if that's what we had to do to sacrifice, you know, this podcast, you know, so be it. But do wanna thank everybody who kind of backed us too um people at 500 100%, 100%. Tailor-made. Uh, everybody just everybody in general there's a long list, you know, all the people. Remember when we did the pots for the Yeah. that was yeah. crazy. I mean, we
2: dude, fam, people have been great about this and I I don't feel like we're letting them down cuz we're still working our ass off, but it's just not it's not has not been on this podcast. So um we'll be around, we're easy to get a hold of. Boom. We'll be good. We'll keep going. Um, yeah, I wish I had some... It just it feels like, yeah, this is the end of this, but it just feels like... It doesn't feel like the end of an era or anything like that. Everything's going to continue to be the same and get bigger, and we'll be around, so...